This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 32 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Global show jumping. We would like to thank our sponsor, Atlantic Horse Carriers, for their support. For all of your horse hauling needs, visit Atlantic Horse Carriers at AtlanticHorseCarriers.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. I didn't catch you off guard this week. No, I'm all ready for I you. I know, this you're, week. you're too ready for me today. Hey, did you get that video I sent to you, the French and Saunders video on YouTube? I did indeed. Those two women are absolutely fabulous. <laughs> I mean, they do. I want to tell everybody there's this, uh, they're called French and Saunders. It's an English show, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's these two women that do parodies of stuff, not just horse things, but parodies of all different kinds of things. And they did one on on two horse women. And it was hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, you have to see it. We'll put it in our show notes at StableScoop.com so you can actually watch the video. But it was just I don't I just rolled on the floor laughing. They are two of the funniest women in, in television, um, Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French. And they've won all kinds of awards for being creating fabulous programs. Um, but you, yeah, definitely take a look at it. Oh, it was Actually, hilarious. Jennifer Saunders was in, um, in some of the Shrek movies. I was going to say, she looked familiar. Yeah, she played the, the wicked fairy godmother there. And um, Dawn French is also in a British show, um, which is put out by some public television stations called the I think it's the Vicar of Dibley. So funny. Just so side-stitching, laughing, funny. <laughs> well, it was funny. I, I just I just enjoyed the heck out of that. That was a good time. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that up. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention at the top of the show here, and then we'll talk about what we have coming up. I got an email uh, from Sharon, and she was the one that actually won the saddle from Equestrian Collections at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Remember, and we we gave away a saddle. Yeah, and she also she just wrote and she said thank you for the saddle and all that stuff. And then she said, I just want to tell you how much I'm enjoying all of the horse radio podcasts. I especially enjoyed the horse husband show. My mm-hmm. husband fits the category perfectly. He even surprised me by buying a quarter horse for Christmas two years ago, my first horse, and he pretty much supports our adult daughter's five year uh, five year old Hanoverian. He's a great horse husband and dad. Please keep the podcast coming. So she was, uh, she, and she, at the end she says, "P.S. Say hi to Helena." Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so we had actually. Can I want to read an email that I got from okay. um, somebody who's actually going to be on an upcoming show? Uh, she's the assistant of one of our guests. She said, uh, "I, 
I took a listen to the, your show, which, by the way, is a trip. I had the pleasure of listening to the Valentine's Day episode oh, no. online. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly brought a smile to my face. <laughs> You know, it's funny. When you think about it, we have people come in and they find the show new. and We have new listeners. We're growing by 60% a month. And, you know, we have new listeners all the time. And you, it, it always makes me wonder which episode they listen to first, you know. It, which, and then I know that people from our statistics go back and they take a listen. A lot, a lot of people go back and listen to them from the beginning then. You know, they'll listen to all of them. Right. Because most of them are not dated. You know, the stuff we talk about is good anytime. Yeah, right. It's relevant no matter what time of year. Or, right. right. Unless we're talking about Rolex or something like that. But. Right. But even so, it's just, enter- you know, it's it's been fun to get the emails and we encourage people to keep keep emailing us. And we'll talk a little bit more about uh, our community here in a, in a little bit. But what's up on today's show, Helena? Today's show we have, well, first we have um, a really big announcement that we're very excited about. And we'll talk about that shortly. Um, but we have... We're going to speak with Katrina Bignaska, and she's with the Global Champions Show Jumping Tour, uh, which features the world's top 40 riders that compete at some amazing venues for crazy prize money. Crazy prize money. Yes. I'm, I'm actually – it's it's nice to know that these top riders are actually competing for the type of money that they deserve for all of the work and the effort and the money that goes into preparing show jumpers at this level. It's nice to see the prize money – is now appropriate for that level of riding. Yeah, this group, this uh, tour that they put on these different events uh, around Europe and South America, and they're trying to get over here in the United States next year, they are well, well funded. They have some good sponsorships, and they just put the the, the prize money together is huge for these events. Hmm. So we'll talk to her more about that a little later on. Great. And we wanted to remind everybody that we only have a couple days left to enter the March Stable Scoop giveaway. Uh, we're giving away three of the dry duck embroidered twill caps from KBC Horse Supplies. These are really cute caps. My wife actually came home. She bought one the other day. <laughs> she couldn't resist. She bought the yellow one with the uh, the horse in the field. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah, she loves that thing, and she she wore it out this weekend. So she she, she likes those, too. So Did she, she get a lot of compliments on it? I, you know, I, I don't think we bumped into too many horse people. So, no, <laughs> we were out we're, at the zoo, actually. So oh, we yeah. went to the zoo, yeah. and ha- we had a good time. It was a beautiful day. It was 75 degrees here, and, and the zoo was a lot of fun. But but anyway. Not a, lot, not a lot of horse people at the zoo. No, there wasn't a lot. Of, no, And the closest thing to a horse there was a zebra. So uh, you can choose any of uh, the three hats that, that they have available. They're from Dry Duck. And we have pictures on the website. Just go to stablescoop.com, and there's a a link on the right-hand border to go out and and register. It's free. Just sign up, and we'll draw three winners uh, next week. And then we'll have a new item for next month that you'll have to re-register for, but we'll have a new item again next month. And we wanted to thank KBC Horse Supplies for supplying uh, the hats for this month's drawing. We appreciate their, their help. Thank you, KBC. There you go. <laughs> and then we, our big announcement, uh, I don't want to wait any longer because I'm very excited about it. We now have an official social community that we are supporting. It's the official social community of the Horse Radio Network, and that's Equestrian Life. Remember we had Equestrian Life on a while back talking about their Facebook-like uh, website for horse people. We had them on the show, and we talked to them about it. We, they were our website of the year for 2008. Yep. 
and we had them on. Well, we've been working with them ever since to put together a partnership with Equestrian Life, and we've we've got that accomplished. They worked hard to put that together. They have built a special page for us there on their website, and they will actually become the as I said the official social community uh, place website for the Horse Radio Network. So it'll give a place for our listeners to go to meet each other, to converse about the shows, to have some. You know, if you if you have a comment about the particular show, you can do it there, and we can build a community around the listeners to the Stable Scoop show and the other shows on the network. It's yeah, a- that's, this is a good thing because sometimes if I'm listening to a podcast, I get all excited, I hear it, and then I, it's like, who do I go and talk about this with? Right. You know, so when you listen to a Stable Scoop podcast, you're all jazzed up and you're ready to talk some more or you have an opinion, go log on to equestrianlife.com and there'll be thousands of other people who've just listened to that podcast and have lots of things to say. So. Well, I'll tell you what, I did talk to the the founders of the site who actually we had on previous shows. Um, John was on the, he was one of the horse husbands on my, sh- my horse husband show. And then Dina was one of the wives on your show, on your right. horse wives show. So they've both been on the show before. They're a great couple. They're a lot of fun. And I spent a couple with, minutes with them talking about the partnership and how it's going to work and what people can expect. So, so here they are. Hi, Dina and John, and welcome to the show. show. Appreciate you being on today. Hello, Glenn. How are you? Hi, Glenn. Hi, Dina. Well, I'm very excited. You're here for a a specific purpose, and that's to make an official announcement that the that your website equestrianlife.com has now is now the official social network for the Horse Radio Network. We put this partnership together. You guys have worked very hard at building a section of your site just for the Horse Radio Network, and we certainly appreciate that. But before we get into too much detail about that, tell us a little bit about Equestrian Life. Dina, why don't you take that? Sure. Um, So Equestrian Life is a community of horse lovers and um, equestrians who want to get together and meet other other people who love horses. And what we tried to do is provide all the information and tools that someone needs um, to really to really explore their passion for horses. And so if you come to our site, you'll see we have all kinds of information and both uh, articles as well as videos. In fact, we just launched a new video section this week, and you'll start to see over the next several months hundreds of new videos coming to the site from experts and professionals in the equestrian world. Um, additionally, we've got a, a, a wiki with information on just about everything that you can think of. Um, we have a Q&A section, which is really, really popular, where you can come and post questions that you would like experts in the community and other members of the community to answer. And then we're very, very excited to launch our our newest tab, which is on the right-hand side, and it says Horse Radio, and that features all of the Horse Radio Network programs. That's us. Yeah. And we appreciate that. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I was looking through some of your videos. You have, a, you have a good start to the video section there, and there are some very informative ones as well. Uh, Thank you. You know, it is, it is nice. And I love the way it's laid out. And, you know, you really have you really are becoming and, and have become, I think, at this point. It's growing much faster than I think even you thought it would. You're becoming really the, the Facebook for horse people. And it, it goes way beyond Facebook because I, I'm just looking at my profile now, and I can see where all my friends are going to shows this weekend. 
Well, that that's been a great thing too. We've <clears throat> we really focused on on the shows. One thing uh, we wanted to make available: we have over about almost seven thousand shows, clinics, and events. Uh, both here in the United States and Canada, and we thought that would be a cool thing for people to post, you know, click on the show, say they were attending it, and they could see what friends uh, that they've met through Equestrian Life or other friends that they hadn't seen for a long time are attending those shows and give them the chance to um, meet up. And then ultimately our long-term goal on the show thing is to be able to get, you know, uh, direct feeds to their profile on Equestrian Life with about how they did in that show and automatically record how they did in every particular event and how the horse did and sort of have that running tab for the year. And they can look back and say, oh, yeah, that was great. I did this in that show and and those kinds of things. Yeah, it, it is neat that way. And, and you know, you, you have the show thing. You have a space where they can put in all about their horses. So this just goes way beyond what Facebook can do for horse people. And, and I think that's why it's becoming so popular. And you're really not disciplined or breed-specific. It's for everybody. Right. And we that was one of the goals that we had when we started the, the site. We wanted this to be a place for people to explore their passion for horses, regardless of the discipline that they've chosen to to participate in. And we actually find we have a lot of users who participate both in English and Western, or they, you know, they participate, for example, in dressage and polo or jumping in polo. Um, so we try to provide information across all the different, you know, all the different areas of riding and a lot of just basic horsemanship information as well that really applies um, across the board to any type of riding that you do. So one, many, one, go ahead. one thing that we're also excited to announce that within the next week, we also will have um, live chat on Equestria Life so that members on the site while they're online can chat live with uh, their friends. Oh, cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And, and you said you mentioned also that you're also working on a, a way to integrate Twitter, uh, your Twitter feeds, our Twitter feeds in, in with your profile as well, right? Yeah. So if you update your Equestrian Life profile or your Twitter um, what you're doing, it will automatically go back and forth either way. So well, that would be great. Uh, no need to make two entries, and we're really excited about that as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, the number of members. You you said you just indicated to me that you're over 20,000 now. Yes, about, uh, about 15,500 or so in the U.S. and about uh, 4,500 in Canada. So. Wow, and it's only open to the U.S. and Canada at this point? Right, and the reason um, we've kind of concentrated on that, we wanted to really make sure that the contents there, especially the shows and those kinds of things, and it'll yeah. take a little bit of time to build out. And as we get those sort of completed, which we're very close to getting completed the entire 2009 season for both of those countries, then we're planning on expanding into a couple other countries this year. All right, great. Well, let's talk a little bit about horse radio. So if they go to equestrianlife.com and they can register, it's free, right? Yep. And so they can get registered and put, put the information in about themselves and their horses and their farm. and their, their If they have a uh, uh, equestrian business, they can put that in there, whatever their personal information is. But if they go there, there's a horse radio tab on the far right in the tabs at the top of the page. 
And when they click on that, they actually come to our page, which is a page that lists all of our shows, the Stable Scoop show, the 2010 show, and also the Eventing Radio show. The neat part is they can listen to the shows right from there. There's a, you can actually become a, a member of any one of the shows. You can sign up to be a member of the show so they can get updates that we post about the shows. And they can comment on the shows, and that's why we've really made this our social network. That will, is where, if you want to comment and have discussions about any of the shows that we have and the episodes that we have, you can go have a discussion about that particular episode. Exactly, and you'll, you'll see for each of the shows, um, Stable Scoop, um, the 2010 radio show and the eventing radio show, we list um, on the homepage of, of Horse Radio the latest two shows. So you'll be able to come in there very easily and post a comment and um, start a real conversation about the show and the content and what you loved about, about the show. Great. So I think that's what's neat about this is we're building a community. You're building a community, and we are as well. And, and c- combined, I think it'll, it'll work fantastically. We can, we can start to get some of our listeners over to Equestrian Life. And uh, we have already picked up a bunch of listeners from Equestrian Life in the short time that it's been on there. And we, we, we're starting to pick up a number of followers on there, and it's just exciting. I think, I think that the whole social networking thing is what makes – the Horse Radio Network work, and it also is what what obviously you're trying to accomplish with your site. Exactly. Uh, that's absolutely true. And, and hopefully, too, Glenn, one of the goals that we both, I'm sure, have is that if people have suggestions for shows for you or ideas for us, they can leave those same comments there, and it'll obviously help you in the long run about what kinds of shows the, our members want to hear about. Well, great. Well, uh, we appreciate you being on. We'll have you on again, I'm, I'm sure. Obviously, we'll start plugging this in, in all of our episodes and encouraging people to go there to comment and to get signed up at Equestrian Life. It's, it's worth the, a little bit of effort. Uh, if you don't sign up, one of your friends already has, and you're <laughs> going to be left out. So <laughs> check it out. I'm sure you already have friends on there. And, uh, again, we appreciate all the effort you've put into creating the page and, and putting it all together for us. Well, thank you very much, Glenn, and we look forward to a long partnership. Sounds good, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Again, my favorite my favorite site after stablescoop.com is equestrianlife.com. Well, good. And, you know, I think that the, what they built for us there is really neat. It's easy, you know, when you comment on the show, it's like a forum so that you can see what everybody else has commented, and you get to do it by each show. Yeah, it's it's yeah. So so what you're talking about is relevant to the topic. It's not like you're just out there in the ethos commenting right. on a show from six months ago and everybody else is commenting on yesterday's show. It's it's well organized. But that's one of the things that makes me love Equestrian Life so much is because it is so user friendly. Um, the well, these, the big red buttons and you know, pictures of your friends. <laughs> well, you know, and as he indicated, they're going to have, uh, he's hoping to have it done next week, they're going to have a chat feature, so you'll be able to chat with other people like you do in Facebook. Yep. Uh, so they'll have a chat feature will be built in, and also they're they're uh, getting their Twitter feeds uh, uh, done so that when you, when you post on uh, Twitter, you can have it post on your Equestrian Life and vice versa. So you really only have to post one place, uh, and they'll have an option for that as well. So they're working on a lot of new stuff over there. They have a lot of great videos. And and, uh, to find us again, you just go to equestrianlife.com, and and up in the top uh, links, you'll see a horse radio link. You go there. All the I really like how they did it with all the shows on one page. 
Uh, yep. but, and we all have our, each show has its own pages you can click out to. It's just kind of neat how they set it up. So, And you can listen to the show right from the yes. question. So there's a look for a, a blue listen now button. Yep. And um, so you don't have to go hopping around between sites. You can access the podcast right from there. Right yeah, from it's, it's great. I mean, I, I appreciate all the work. I had to make about 50 changes after they started it, and I appreciate uh, them putting up with me. So <laughs> <laughs> Typical client. Yeah, exactly. Pain in the butt. So uh, did you see also that the uh, World Equestrian Games announced their hospitality packages? I did, but I haven't had a chance to dive into it yet. Okay. Well, let me share a little bit of it with you. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going there now on their website. You can go to alltechfeigames.com to uh, see about their new hospitality packages. This is if you want to, this is higher end stuff. You know, if you want to be treated like kings and queens while you're at the World Equestrian Games next year. And in I do. Kentucky. Well, I hope you're saving your pennies. You better be doing a lot of billable hours there, girl, um, because it ain't cheap. A four-day package, this is, you pick your four days you want to go, a four-day package for like six hospitality passes, which gets you into their hospitality. Uh, they're going to have a pavilion with TVs and butler service and food, and, you know, you'll be treated like royalty. Yeah. And six event tickets, $20,500. <gasps> if you want to bring a group and you want 20 hospitality passes and 20 event tickets... For a four-day package, this is four days now, right. um, $68,600. Okay, so hold on a minute. If I want to bring a group of people, well, so let's say I work for somebody a big. company, yeah, you company. work for a company or something. I work for, I work for Pfizer. Right. And um, I want to bring 20 of my employees down to the, to the games. For four days. For, for, well, you're not going to go for one. You know, right. if you're going, you're going for four days at right. least. Right, right. So – so 20 people for four days is $68,000? Yeah, yeah. And you get – now, I'm, I'm assuming that lodging is included? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> they will give you preferred lodging. In other words, you'll get first pick at which, uh, which hotel you want. Uh, but that's not included. They do – the transportation is included, and you'll get better transportation. I think they're going to have special transportation. And you'll get, get food and all that stuff at the event. Um, but that's not with hotels. Okay, so you get all right. So even on the low end, let's just say you're going with uh, yourself and a couple of friends. Okay, well then, then you probably, if you want to, they also have discipline specific packages. Oh, so okay. if you want to go to just, let's say you want to go to eventing, okay, um, and so and it's you and you and your spouse. Let's say it's just two of you. So for you and your spouse, for two hospitality passes for, for the three days of eventing and two event tickets, it's uh, $6,500. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know how they're going to get this to fly in this kind of, in this economy. Well, they better count on a lot of corporations still, you know, supporting stuff like this. Uh, you know, and there are wealthy people out there who, who will pay this. It's not going to be you and I. We'll be in the, we'll be in the grandstands. But, uh, yeah, yeah, barely. I'll be like in the tree around the corner <laughs> with binoculars. <laughs> and then they have the Champions Club, which is a step even above that. All right. Uh, you, all right, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. The, the Dude, tell us about the Champions Club because then I want to share the, the, the top 10 reasons they say you should purchase a hospitality package. Okay, so, yeah. I don't even remember seeing that. <laughs> the Champions yeah. Club is even above that. That's You get a table. You get a table for eight. 
that you can that's going to have a view of the stadium. So you'll get to sit and eat and watch the competitions while you're eating and stuff. It's it's the exclusive club. Okay. And for that, like if you're coming to the opening ceremonies, it's eighty four hundred dollars. That's just okay. for the opening ceremonies. For dressage for your table of eight, it's forty one thousand dollars. So and each one is different then. Wait, you what know, was the first one again? The first one was eighty five hundred? Eighty four hundred just for your table of eight at the opening ceremonies. For so, okay. So that's so like uh, uh, eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Right, 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 Because right. that's what how much I have to spend on dinner at the WEG. So <laughs> Um, wow. Are you, so clearly these types of packages are not intended for the average schmo like me and you. Correct. And, and you know, although you never know, it could be a good vacation, um, which then makes these numbers not so scary. You know, if you're talking about a corporate sponsored trip, fair enough. Right. Um, but what, all right. So I want to go back to the question of why purchase hospitality and they have this on their, their website. Um, you know, number one, it says to enjoy the world's most prestigious equestrian event in a luxurious and sophisticated atmosphere. Well, of course, you know, fine. That's good. Um, it's, it's, it's a luxury package. It guaranteed event tickets in prime locations. So yeah, you'll probably you get, get better seats. Right. So you're exactly. Um, first selection of the preferred hotels and coveted on-site parking. Fine. Whatever. That's VIP stuff. Your average VIP stuff. Yep. Um, you get to use their outdoor Although the pack. on-site parking's big because they're the only ones that are going to have on-site parking. No. So what? You know, all Everybody right, well, else is going to be bussed in, so. Right. Well, at least you get transportation. It's, yep, yep. Or it's been walking. All right. So then you get the chance to relax in their sophisticated outdoor patio. Woohoo. Um, and first selection of preferred hospitality hotels. Well, that, so, and that so might be important. So five sound a little, a little <laughs> redundant. You know, it, it, uh, you know, and wait, there's more, there's more. Okay. All right. Five, uh, six is you get live coverage of all the games on large flat screen TVs in the hospitality pavilion. And I have to say, when you see the pictures of the pavilion, it's pretty spiffy. Okay. So it's nice. And you get to watch my TV. That would be good if it's raining or way too hot or something. Um, personalized concierge service. I, I don't know what that means, but it's probably good. Uh, I think what they're going to do there, from what I've heard, is you can go to them and say, okay, we want to do the following things in the evenings, and they'll help set it up for you. Okay. That's good. Get your concert tickets and, you know, things like that. It'll be, I'm guessing things are going to be a little bit chaotic there. So having somebody who can guide you through the chaos of entertainment, granted, that's a great benefit. Uh, You have access to private state-of-the-art business center. See, now that would be good for people like you and I who would want to attend the events then head back and, and post our blogs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Prime locations for entertaining clients. Okay, that's a big flashing sign that says this is great for corporations. Right, exactly. And to make the most of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hey, you know what? If you've got the cash, go for it. Yeah, well, it should be fun. And I think they're doing it right. In other words, it's going to be very fancy and very nice. You know, the, you will be taken care of and the food will probably be good. And, you know, it, it's it's probably going to be better than the food we're going to get in the grandstands, you know. Right. So, so I, I, you know, if you could afford it, it would be the thing to do for sure. But I just well, wanted you, to mention it because I didn't know if you had taken a look at the prices of that. 
No, and I, we sure didn't plan on going this far into depth into this hospitality package. But when you tell me something is sixty-eight thousand dollars, I want to know why. You want to know what you're getting for your your hundred almost hundred thousand dollars. And I have to say, I do have to say, the older I get, the more I value some of these luxury yes. services. It's nice, you know, when you go to a hotel, it's nice to have clean sheets of chocolate on your pillow. If you have to pay a couple extra dollars, it's so worth it. Yes, it is. So I have a, a very strong feeling that these hospitality packages run along those lines. And I think from what the early response they've gotten from overseas and from what I've been hearing, they're going to sell these out. These will get sold out. Uh, and, and it'll be a lot of corporations and, you know, people who are entertaining their clients and things like that. So sure. I sure. wish them luck on that. Uh, they certainly do need the money. I don't think sponsorships have been what they have hoped. So, you know, this is one way that they're hoping to bring in additional bucks uh, to keep the thing rolling for 2010. Speaking of rolling, there's a good transition. Now, that's one of the best ones I've ever had. Uh, speaking of rolling, I, we would like to talk a little bit about our friends at Atlantic Horse Carriers. Atlantic Horse Carriers. They're near and dear to my heart. Yes, they have safely transported my own horse up and down the East Coast. So thank you to this week's sponsor, Atlantic Horse Carriers. They specialize in transportation of horses all over the U.S. They do make many runs between Maine and Florida, but they're happy to help you with whatever your specific transportation needs may be. Atlantic Horse Carriers is a fully insured and licensed carrier. That does make a difference, folks. Victor and Maureen Brescia, the owners of this business, offer outstanding horse care while in transit. They have over 30 years' experience bringing horses safely to their destinations, so it's no wonder that this couple is so highly regarded in the industry. All types of horses are welcome on an Atlantic Horse Carriers trailer. Whether you own one horse or several, we definitely suggest you contact Atlantic Horse Carriers for your horse's next trip. You may visit them on the web at www.AtlanticHorseCarriers.com or give them a call at area code 207-293-4948. Well, Helena, let's get to our guest now. It's Katrina Bignaska of the Global Champions Show Jumping Tour. And she that's a tour which features 40 of the top show jumping riders in the world competing at some of the most spectacular events around the world and for some big bucks. And she wants to tell us a little bit about it and uh, really introduce this, uh, reintroduce this to people in the United States and then our listeners uh, around the world who have not heard of it yet. So let's say hi to Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Um, hi there, Glenn. Thanks for inviting me. All the way, you're in Italy right now, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm calling from Italy. Well, good. I mean, it, your connection actually sounds better than when I have people from uh, you know, in Lexington here. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm <laughs> well, excited, excited to have you on. You, you guys contacted us a little while back about something that I know you're very excited about and that a lot of people in the United States haven't heard a lot about. And that's the Global Champion Show Jumping Tour. So tell us about that, what it is, how it got started, and, and where you're going from here. Okay, well, I'll try and keep it brief to cover all those questions. Yeah, I know. But, that, um, I just threw it all at you at once. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Global Champions Tour started in 2006 and um, by Jan Tops, who is a very well-known in the show jumping circle. He has a stable called Style Tops, and he's a gold um, medalist himself. And he wanted to um, 
bring the sport, the show jumping sport, to a new level by giving the riders um, top um, conditions in terms of spoiling um, conditions, stabling um, arena surface and so on, but also to bring show jumping to the public because he... Um, he managed to do a deal with Eurosport to show um, each of our Grand Prix live on Eurosport. And also he chooses uh, some very big cities in the world where um, you know we can bring the sport to people who probably wouldn't be exposed to the sport. And um, it's a shame more people in the U.S. don't know about it because in the first year, we our first round was actually in Palm Beach. And so, um, and in the second year as well, in 2007. Um, so hopefully you'll know more about it. In the 2009 season, which is why I'm so excited, we kick off in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be visiting nine countries, Italy, Spain, Germany, France, Monaco, Portugal, Brazil, the Netherlands, and finally Qatar. Um, we have over 7 million euro in prize money for the year. And... Um, Going back to why Jan started it, he wanted it to attract top riders, give them top conditions, bring the sport to the public, and um, hopefully with these factors of being in these fantastic places and with the prize money, we'll attract more people to the sport. Well, yeah, and you do have, I mean, you're talking, you only allow the top riders, right? Exactly. Um, the the invitation system is such that the top 30 riders of the Rolex rankings are invited to um, compete with us. And um, if, for example, two people in the top 30 um, don't accept the invitation, we then ask number 31 and 32 and so on. So it guarantees you see the top riders in the world. And, of course, um, we also have um, wild cards. The organizer of each event is also allowed to invite um, additional riders, with up to a maximum of 50 people are allowed to ride at each Global Champions Tour event. So he really has made this an exclusive, uh, an exclusive event with with some big dollars. Exactly. We hope um, our. We always say that we are the Formula One of show jumping, and that's our goal. We want to be the best in show jumping, and uh, if you ask me, we are, without wanting to sound too arrogant, because um, we have the riders, the people, and the owners and sponsors uh, in mind. And at this point, I must also um, mention that um, without a company called CNCN Worldwide, who founded um, the competition with Jan as the presenting sponsor, um, they helped us kick it off in 2006. We also have uh, Rolex on board as our official timepiece, and as I mentioned already, Eurosport, who show our Grand Prix live. And what is, what is CN Worldwide, anyway? CN Worldwide is um, a shipping um, company. Okay. And I'll just... Ref- it's, um, CN is a rail freight and transportation service business which uh, serves uh, shipping throughout North America and uh, CN Worldwide offers international forwarding services between Europe, the Americas and Asia. Okay. Um, yeah. So they, they should be quite well known in your part of the world because I often get that question in Europe where their business is growing um, um, because they're headquartered actually in Montreal, Canada, but they have shipping routes between America and Asia and also Northern Europe. 
All right. So, and they're one. They're as you said, they're one of your major sponsors. Are you guys hoping to do? Now, I noticed. Obviously, United States is not on that list yet. Are you hoping to do a a show here in the United States? Yeah, in 2009, unfortunately, we don't have them on the list, but for sure in the future, um, we have uh, hopefully some uh, big plans that will be realized, and you'll see us in a very big city in America in the near future. Well, I did notice I was looking at the rankings. Uh, I guess this would have been from, because you're coming up on your first show, this would have been how it ended last year for your final Grand Prix. And we, we did have one American on there. Richard Spooner was number six on the list. Yeah, Richard won the Grand Prix in Cannes in Monte Carlo. And um, he's a great guy, too, I have to say. It's a lot of fun to have on the tour. So, yeah, he was one that made um, the top three in one of the events during the year. We also have, uh, competing with us quite often, Laura Kraut. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah who, in fact, placed in a number of um, shows uh, in 2006 and 2007. Um, so we do have a few of you coming to visit us. And, of course, when we had the event in, in Palm Beach in 06 and 07, um, we always had two Americans on the podium each time. So who won last year? Who who was the uh, leader at the end of the year for the final? Yeah, great question. Last year we were really excited to announce for the first time and to hold for the first time a uh, Global Champions Tour final where one million euro was dedicated just to uh, the grand, well, just to the final. The final was held over two rounds. And the second round, um, which was which had 900,000 euro um, awarded to it, was won by Jessica Curtin from Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm noticing on your website that you can actually go and watch videos of all of uh, the rides, too. Exactly. On our website, um, we have all the videos of each event there, and we also have each event shown online via live streaming. Um, with the exception of the Grand Prix, which is shown um, delayed on the Internet because, of course, we have our um, agreement with Eurosport and you can watch it live there. Unfortunately, in the States, you can't get Eurosport yet, but we are working on getting the event to you live, but you can certainly watch it after the, the Grand Prix online. Well, that's great. And that's at globalchampionstour.com is where you can find all the information. You have a great website, too. They, they obviously have put a lot of work into it. Thank you. Well, thank you for that. And we are really excited to announce that from the 1st of April, we will launch um, a brand new look site. So um, by all means, go and visit our current site at that address um, immediately, and you can see all the information from the season last year. And we will launch very soon a new site with all the news for the up-and-coming season, which will kick off on the 2nd of April. What's the Charity Triumph Project? I see that listed on your website. Yeah, the Triumph Project is actually um, um, a cause which has been championed by an American called Victoria McCulloch. Um, She's been an ambassador and a pioneer, actually, in um, eliminating um, horse slaughter in America. I know it's a big issue worldwide, um, the slaughter of horses. And uh, in the States now, I think she's been successful in um, passing a bill making it illegal to slaughter horses in the States. And um, she's hoping to spread the word worldwide. And she's using the global, we're happy to use, have the Global Champions Tour to help her use it as a means of bringing the message um, to the rest of the world. 
Wow, that's great. And it's good. It's neat that you guys are uh, supporting a, a, a charity like that. So where, where do you go from here? What's the, what's the ultimate goal here for the Champions Tour? Yeah, that's a good question because um, we're quite new. This is only our fourth season. So our goal in the past has always been just to sort of consolidate and, and build on the dream that Jan um, had in 2006 now. We're an established circuit. The rider believes um, in us, and they really hold the championship as um, a new championship, and many dedicate their entire season towards um, the tour. So that's been done now. Going forward, we obviously want to bring around um, an event in states, and we we're always looking for um, new and more exotic and more exciting places where we can introduce a sport where perhaps uh, the people don't have much exposure to equestrian, uh, in particular show jumping. So I guess we could say our goal is to keep, can keep growing the tour around the world, um, which also will mean more prize money, more events for the top riders, and uh, bring the sport up to an even higher level. I guess a, I, one of the most important questions with something like this is, is have the crowds been what you want them to be, the spectators? You're asking all the good questions. <laughs> well, yeah, you, know, that's, I mean, you know, that's something that we always... I like what you're doing here because one of the missions that we have here at the Horse Radio Network is to bring the horse world outside of us horse people. And obviously, from what, everything you've said, you're trying to do that as well. You're trying to go to venues where maybe the horses, you know, the horse shows and horse things are not as popular, and you're trying to get outside people to come and watch a horse event. Exactly, exactly. I mean, in terms of um, crowds on site at the showground, um, all our events, just looking at the calendar from the from last year, I would say all our events were um, packed. Um, you know, Monte Carlo, all the... The, the stands were, were full. There were no more tickets available for the Grand Prix. Same with Cannes. There was standing room only. Um, Hamburg is um, already in Hamburg. They have a derby and have had a derby there for six years, one of the most difficult in the world, they say. And that that has crowds uh, in the tens of thousands. So in terms of um, the public coming to see us, you know, we will have uh, um, easily... The, I can't, I can't have them have the numbers in front of me, but we have, we're always full. But in terms of the, the other important factor is the television coverage we get. And there we broadcast into um, 59 countries. And last year we had over 15 million viewers. So wow. um, we're very happy with that result. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Your sponsors are too, I bet. Uh, you know what? I think it's great. I, th- I think that anything we can do to get get uh, the horse world out there in front of uh, you know people who are not horse people is is a good thing. Obviously, we're trying to do that over here in Lexington with the next World Equestrian Games. So, um, you know, we're working hard at that as well. You start. So, I just to review with everybody, you can find uh, you can find them at the globalchampionstour.com. dot com. And their first event is April 2nd through the 5th. It looks like they're all about, what, two or three-day events. It looks exactly. Like yeah. We have uh, two, exactly, because uh, we have uh, warm-up classes, you know, the first two days, and the third day is the Big Grand Prix. We right. go out with a bang with the Big Grand Prix. And they, you can watch that at Eurosport. And in the United States, they'll be able to find it on your website, right? 
Exactly. Unfortunately, we don't have it on live streaming, but after the event, they can certainly see the video from the event. All right, great. Well, we certainly appreciate you being on and telling us all about it. I knew nothing about it. I, I, I don't follow sh- show jumping as much as I do eventing and some of the other sports, but um, we're glad that uh, we were able to put it out there for our listeners around the world. Yeah, hopefully you can come visit us one of the at one of the sites, you know, because uh, if you ever need a beach holiday, you can come and watch us in Valencia. Yeah, and I would hate to go to Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo in June. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our goal is to choose the best locations at the best time of the year to watch the best in show. Well, you, you, you've done that. I'm looking at the list here. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> you, you've done that. You've you've accomplished that goal. All right, sounds good. Well, thanks, Katrina. Thanks very much, Glenn, and I hope to see you and all your listeners at one of our shows soon. Well, that was nice of her to come on all the way from Italy to speak with us about the Global Show Jumping Tour. It looks like a lot of fun, and it it would be neat to get to see one. She kept saying to me as we were talking before the interview that we, you and I should really come over and tape a show. And I said, well, how about <laughs> that would be fine with me. <laughs> Is the global show jumping tour paying for that trip? Start uh, swimming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Monte Carlo, that would be perfect for us, wouldn't it? Yes. We could do Actually, Monte my, Carlo. my future brother-in-law just returned from Monte Carlo. He's uh, in the entertainment industry and he was there, um, doing a a musical production for quite a few weeks and he said it was if you're going to go visit some place go to monte carlo i could handle the beaches of monte carlo we could record our hour show go watch some show jumping and then go do something else we could do that it would be worth the swim yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i just want to tell everybody don't hold your breath for that particular episode at this point I do want to mention that we have other shows on the network, the 2010 radio show, where we talk about all things World Equestrian Games. And this week, uh, we have the we had on Dr. Lyons, who is the founder of Alltech. So everybody's heard about Alltech now. They know Alltech sponsors the show. We ask the questions, who the heck is Alltech and why are they doing this? Because nobody's really ever heard of them or what they do. Uh, so we thought we'd get him on to really explain what it is that they do. And he was very good on the on the show and... He's a very good interview. Then we also talked about something else that anybody that's interested in coming to the World Equestrian Games will want to know about, and that's Alltech's Fortnite Festival. That's their entertainment festival that's going to go on for the whole two weeks. Every night they're going to have something different. So we talked a little bit about that, and no, Helena, uh, uh, they're still not promising which groups are going to be there for the concerts. Uh, I really pushed Carrie Underwood, but I don't think I got very far. So That's okay. Sorry, you know how I feel about Carrie Underwood. I know, but I love her to death. So anyway, uh, I don't think she's going to be. She might be too big a star. And the, on the eventing radio show, we had young riders Maddie Blackman and Ashley Adams, who, who are both going to be at Rolex for the first time. Great. So they're going to be with us, or they are with, we're with us for this episode. You can find that at eventingradio.com. It's right there. And also, we're coming to the home stretch. We only have four weeks left until Rolex. We'll be doing daily coverage from Rolex. We'll be having a daily show that uh, Chris and I will be doing from Rolex, giving you the wrap-up and interviewing riders and and spectators and whoever we can find to interview. It should be a lot of fun, and we'll be putting those out every night. You'll be able to get caught up on the atmosphere of Rolex. If you can't make it, we intend on, through the radio show, getting some of that atmosphere to you in your home. So we have that to look forward to in April. 
Super cool. And what do we have coming up next week on the Stable Scoop Show? Next week, we have our barn episode. Uh, we're going to talk to some... Uh, we're going to talk to a few experts in the field on barn building from uh, the top of the line custom quality barn buildings right down to what everyday people like you and I can afford to put in our backyards Uh, so we'll get some tips we'll get some ideas and um, general guidelines and lots of other interesting stuff about building and maintaining your barn so we'll have the hospitality barns and then the regular old barns correct okay (laughs) Correct. Yeah. No champion level barns, though. I don't even think those exist. (laughs) Hospitality barns and, yeah, and everyday general admission barns. Well, we encourage everybody to leave us feedback at our new partner, equestrianlife.com. Go there, hit the horse radio tab at the top of the page. You'll see this episode, and you can hop in there and chat about it. We would love to hear from you. You can also contact us if you go to stablescoop.com and Click, click the contact button at the top of the page. Send us an email. We read a couple of those earlier. We're starting to get a lot of emails now, and we appreciate your feedback. We really want to hear from you. We really want the Horse Radio Network to become a community of people who who get together because they have a like interest, and that's listening to our shows and and enjoy discussing the topics that, that we bring up. So uh, we encourage you to, to, to become involved in, in the Horse Radio Network that way. Please, please, we want to hear from you. We want to know if we're doing a good job. Be gentle with us. I mean, we we are human beings after all. We have feelings. And Helena has a huge ego. So, oh, you know what? That's so funny is because I really don't. I'm like the most humble person you'd ever want to meet. It doesn't sound like it, but I really I'm tough on myself. Yes, you are. You're very, you're very much a perfectionist, which we have to work on sometimes. I, I know. I'm working on it. Yeah. By the time I'm 99, I Well, look, we're doing this show, and it's certainly not perfect. So, I mean. <laughs> but it is fun. It's fun. So, right. That's so, right. And we never guaranteed perfect. We just guaranteed entertaining. So. Right, right. So, so at least if you think we're even remotely entertaining, let us know, because it's, it would be so nice to hear from you. And we don't do this for the pay. We do this for you. We do this for the That's love. Right. <laughs> And we also want to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, Atlantic Horse Carriers. You can find them at AtlanticHorseCarriers.com. We'll see you again next week as we talk Barnes, Helena. We will be here with the scope. <laughs>